welcome to episode one of the Odd Dad Outlier, broadcast live. That's right, I decided I was just going to do this one live again, coming from, again, the drive home from work. It is 3.30 a.m. on now Friday, July 24th, and what do we have on the menu for today? I came into today, I actually had a plan, I had it thought out, I had notes, I had it all set up to do a show about my pets today, and somewhere between writing notes this afternoon and getting to work and going through my entire evening, somewhere in the last, you know, 12 hours, I kind of thought, I don't need to do a show about just my pets. I may do this in the future, and it it came from doing, you know, just going and picking up medication for my dog. Um, I felt like, you know, it's a good dad subject to talk about your pets or talk about pets in general. And I kind of fell into the trap that is the name of the show. And the name of the show, you know, it's the Odd Dad Out podcast. And yeah, that, you know, makes you think this is going to be a family-friendly show and this is going to be all about family and being a dad and dadisms and things like that. And it's, it's honestly not. It's just kind of a what random, what can I talk about? This is much more of a semi-humorous, and I guess the humor, you know, how semi-humorous is dependent on, you know, how many decent wisecracks I can make in one-liners and, uh, you know, do you even think it's funny? You might think that I'm boring as all hell, you know, but if you came back for this episode, you at least found something entertaining or it's, it's a pity, it's, you know, it's a pity download and Hey, I'll take pity downloads all time. Like, Hey, you know, some of the best stuff is, you know, pity sex. What is it? You know, breakup sex, pity sex. Uh, you know, you get, my wife and I will play video games and we'll just kind of, you know, forfeit. And it's pity points. It's like, you know, and you play Mario Kart and you're doing so bad and you get that pity bullet that, you know, you know, sometimes you're so far back, you get the pity bullet and you get the blue shell and all that shit and you still can't catch up. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with the pity points. It's like, I'll take pity points because right now listeners are listeners. So... Like, this is my second show. Listeners are listeners. I'll take whatever the hell I can get. Nevertheless, um, my wife has been very insistent since the idea of the show that it should be a dad-centric show. And I just, I can't get behind that because for me, it, it, I feel kind of pigeonholed in the, okay, I've got to talk about dad things. And yeah, I'm going to, we're going to talk about dad things. But we're going to be talking about dad things in that sense of, I'm a dad, therefore everything is my business. You know, what, you know, pets are are a dad thing because it's a family thing. But it's not necessarily a, you know, I'm going to go out there and talk about pets. Or I'm going to sit here and talk about grilling. And I will. But these are, I'm not going to do it under the whole kind of, family and and sort of uh, umbrella because that's not really the show that I'm looking for. That's not 
you know the idea of this show and the whole pro, you know, the whole premise of this is just very much just the randomness that I can come up with. It's what am I going to talk about today? What are we going to do that's going to you know stimulate thought or just amuse you and entertain you because ultimately I'm here to entertain. I'm not here to inform. I am not some educational program. We're not a, an after-school special because, first off, it's 3.30 in the fucking morning. If you just got out of school, where the fuck are you? Then again, it could be like international shit, and I could have some, you know, somebody from the other side of the world who just got out of school, and they're listening to me, or, you know, you're downloading this and playing this months from now, and you actually just got out of school. But at the moment, we are streaming live to my Twitter page, and it's 3.30 in the fucking morning in Arizona on July 24th. So, here we go. But, back to the you know, whole... I've thought about what are we doing. And we're, we're here to entertain. I keep saying we. It's me. It is just me. And at the moment, it is me and my phone. And the funny thing is that I have my office and my computer and my equipment and my mic and all my shit set up in my home, in my office, down at the end of the hall, and I also have all hardwood floors and three screamy children and a pregnant wife. I don't exactly have a quiet, calm environment to be recording a even just a 30-minute show uh, in my home right now. And we rent, so I can't exactly go in and pad the office walls. And it's still supposed to kind of be a guest room if we have guests. Because, you know, we aren't exactly the most social people. But if we were to have guests and somebody had to stay over, that's technically supposed to be the, the guest bedroom. You know, pull out the old inflatable mattress and whatnot. But I just find it easier to record while I'm driving. Which, unfortunately, does create this whole, you know road noise in the background and you can hear every time I hit my turn signals and all that sort of stuff but I guess it it gives me the opportunity to just go and I can talk and say whatever the hell I'm going to say and not have to worry about can you hear the boys screaming downstairs like are you hearing the dogs outside the door or the cats outside the door because you know, when you close a door in a house with cats, they're going to start scratching at the fucking door just because. And I really don't feel like sequestering myself in my office for 10 minutes until the cats stop fucking scratching just so I can do a show. But we, we, again, there's this we. I don't know why I keep saying we. It's me. This show is brought to you by the letter me. And the number 337. Because... That's what time it is, and I needed to go with this fucking Sesame Street joke somewhere. And, you know, the time thing. And I just remembered, I never got that fucking Iron Chef thing going. I, I need to do that, and I need to do this probably first thing tomorrow, otherwise I'm not going to fucking remember it. Or I'm just going to attach this to the pre-recorded shows that aren't going live, because it's easier to do when I can just add the effect after the... Huh. Oh. Sorry about that. It Again, it's 3.30 in the morning, and even though I work at night, I 
still get tired because it's 3.30 in the fucking morning because I have three children and I still wake up at 7, you know, you know, in the morning, 8 if I'm lucky, you know. It's like suddenly, you know, I'm at that point where sleeping until 8 o'clock is sleeping in. It's that wonderful thing about, you know, being a parent of multiple children is that you look forward to, you know, when you're, you know, the age when you were in high school, 8 o'clock was early. Now it's, you know, I'm a responsible adult. I can't sleep in that early. I have to feed the children. You know, but it's... I wouldn't trade being a parent for anything. I honestly... I'm, I was weird like that. I actually had like an imaginary family and imaginary kids. I didn't have an imaginary friend. I had an you know, imaginary wife and children. And so I always wanted to settle down. I'm, I'm again, I'm odd. I'm kind of weird that way. I mean, I'm weird in a lot of ways. But, you know, that was one of those weird things that even my wife now, it's like, what the, f- what, what do you mean you had an imaginary family? She said she has an imaginary, or had an imaginary cat. My wife was bound and determined from an early age to be an old cat lady, and I kind of fucked that plan into the ground. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm never having kids. I plan on being an old cat lady all by myself. It's like, all right, good luck with that. And four boys later, here we are. But, you know, she's, as much as she said she didn't want to ever have kids, she will openly, and I would hope she'd openly admit, she loves our boys, and she wouldn't give up our children. You know, sometimes she might want to give them away, but she wouldn't give up our, you know, our boys and our life. You know, she has learned what it is to be a mom and to have the crazy little monsters we do and know that love of being a mom. You know, I've, you know, I'm going on boy number four now and I still cry every time we have another kid. You know, that doesn't go away. You know, if you're a good dad, that doesn't go away. You know, I mean, I, I'm in a really, I'm in a really emotional person anyway. You know, I'm, I'm one of those, and my wife will make fun of me, and my sister will make fun of me, that I see one of those movies that's kind of dad-centric, or it's just like an emotional, I like those dad movies where it's about the dad and the kids, and they have that connection, or that, and they're usually really cheesy, they're not so much chick flicks, they're usually like those family, family, family comedies, yes, it's a new word, it's a family, it's in the new Disney family movie. But one of my favorite Disney family movies is actually uh, the game plan with The Rock. Because, and I don't know, maybe it's because I just like The Rock and I honestly think he's a, a, he's a good actor as an action, action star. But he's actually just, he's a really funny guy. The dude is just damn hilarious. He, he takes his work seriously, but he doesn't take himself seriously. I actually saw a story the other day where a bunch of girls ran into him at the gym and were sitting there giggling at him while he was doing his workout and they interrupt the rocks workout you, you can't interrupt the rocks workout but these little giggly girls interrupt his workout so he goes and finds their mom 
so they can take a selfie together because he's the fucking rock and he can do that sort of shit you know I you know heard a story where he sideswiped a dude and fucked up his and like ripped a dude's mirror off and like sideswiped him on the street and the guy was so excited that he got to meet the rock and got to have his picture taken with the rock that he didn't even call the insurance he's like you know and he'd offered to pay for all the damages like dude look no don't worry about it he was like late for a movie set or something and sideswiped the dude's truck and ripped his mirror off and you know, and he offered to pay it all. He's like, I don't even worry about insurance. I'll pay for the damage. He's like, dude, it's like, no, don't worry about it. The the story is worth it. It's like you're, you know, he's just a nice guy and he's a funny guy, and you know, it's hard to not like The Rock as a person. It, you may not like the the wrestling character, may not like him as a wrestler, or whatever, because you're not a fan of wrestling. But I I think he's an excellent entertainer the guy can just entertain not a lot of people can entertain to the capacity that he can but again i get on i just start a subject and i go off and i go off and we went from pets and emotions to we're talking about the rock side swiping a dude's truck and and that's just kind of the way my brain goes i kind of wander but again you know but i like those kind of movies and i guess i like him in those movies because he's done a, a handful of those like Disney family movies that I would put uh, the game plan over the pacifier with Vin Diesel any day you know you, you believe The Rock as a football player dad you don't really believe Vin Diesel as the babysitter even if he's supposed to be like a marine who was who's taking care of his partner's, you know, kids after he gets killed or kidnapped or whatever the hell was going on, I forget. You just don't believe it. You don't you don't feel him in that movie whereas when the rock picks up the little girl at the restaurant and runs her to the hospital because she's having a peanut allergy from her uh, lunch, you believe that and you feel that pain and maybe because I'm, again, because I'm really emotional like that, and I'm cheesy, and whatever, screw you guys, I'm a dad, um, I, I can sit there and get choked up, and I sit there, and I'll cry, and, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there, you know, bawling my eyes out, but I'm going to be choked up, and I'm going to be, you know, tearing up, because it's an emotional moment, and it's a dad thing, and screw you guys, you know, for having emotions, but, I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I, I watch old chick flicks and because I'm a movie person. So I, I'll watch a little of everything and my, between my mom and having three sisters, I've seen every chick flick worth seeing up until the early nineties, mid nineties. And I thoroughly enjoy them. And I, you know, I'm probably one of the few straight men in the world who can recite uh, all of uh, Steel Magnolias from memory in character because why are you going to recite a line from a movie and not do it in proper character? You can't just, you know, read a line from Forrest Gump and just read a line. You know, you can't say life's like a box of chocolates. It's gotta be life is like a box of chocolates. 
but that line is not in the movie anywhere like it is in the trailer. They'll show it in the trailer, and he's the way he says it in the trailer isn't in the movie. It's like, Mom doesn't even say it like that in the movie. But, you know, that's part of me. I feel like, hey, I can recite a movie, I can recite a movie in character. Damn it. Do it right. Don't take creative freedom that already existed. Tom Hanks already gave had that creative freedom. He took it. Don't fuck up his movie, goddammit. Did I tag this explicit content? I hope I did. By this point, you know, I think I need a disclaimer. But that's what the little explicit content big red tag there is on it. Because, you know, there's profanity. There's always going to be profanity. This was supposed to be a show about pets, and it still turned out with profanity. But I I probably would have, you know, said something. Like, talk about, that that fucking dog. Sometimes. I don't know. But it's, you know, what is it is. See where we're going. Wow, I just think this is like the first red light I've hit on this entire trip. And there's more cars here than I, I usually see. I guess it's, you know, people getting up and going to work now. Because it's damn near 4 a.m. And it's a little weird. It's a Friday morning now, technically. <sighs> but... It's kind of weird to see this many people on the road at 3.47. We've still got half of our show to go, I believe, if I'm looking at the clock. I'm not looking at the clock, so I really couldn't tell you. But I know I started the show a little bit later than I do in my drive. You know, I say like I do. It's only the second show. You know, by all accounts of subject matter, this is the first show. That's why this says episode one. This isn't episode zero. Episode zero was me fumbling over my ass for ten minutes until I started talking about inspiration. And I I got a lot of creative criticism back from family, well, exclusively family, because that's the only people that listened to the show the first time. And I don't know that many people. Uh, again, I'm not a social person. I don't have friends. Air quotes, friends. Um... I got guys that I talk to at work, and I've got family, and I, you know, grew up in a great big ass Mexican family, so I've got a fuck ton of family. You know, my wife got scared shitless by that when uh, my grandfather died. She had to go to the funeral, or she didn't have to, but we went to the funeral. She had not yet met anybody outside of my middle sister and my mom and my brothers as far as members of my family and wasn't aware that I came from, that I was one of seven children and I had like umpteen dozen cousins and came from a what can only be described as a big ass Mexican family and you're probably thinking how the hell did you marry this girl and she didn't even know all these things about your family I lived in Texas 99.9% of my family is in Arizona now. We've relocated to Arizona now. But at the time, she basically knew the family that lived in Texas, which was my brothers and my dad. And she had met my sisters, one of my sisters, at my brother's wedding. That's it. 
she knew that I was, you know, half Mexican. She didn't register what that means. And so when my grandfather, who was absolutely the rock, the foundation, the, you know, head of our entire family, um, when he died, we came out to Arizona as we were still living in Texas at the time. We came out to Arizona for the funeral, which was essentially standing room only in a 110-year-old church. Um, you know, my I think my garage in my house is bigger than this church, but this funeral was standing room only. Fortunately enough, we were able, you know, we had good seats. A, I was a pallbearer, so I was right up front, no screwing around there. Um, but also as we are first generation cousins and all of that. And since I was a pallbearer and my, you know, my mom is, you know, all of the, you know, the children had to be up front. And so we all had to be early. So we got there damn early. We got seats. I mean, I, my seat was reserved and all that, but we had seats, but this entire church and the rectory across the street, uh, were packed to the gills and standing room only for this man's funeral. Um, my wife essentially had to meet my entire family. Like, you know, probably a hundred, 150 cousins and whatnot in the, in a day at a time. And it was it was shock, but she wasn't alone in this. My oldest sister had actually gotten married within the last year, and he hadn't met anybody in the family outside of my mom and sisters. He hadn't met any of the extended family either, so they were in it together. It's like they met on this trip, and they basically were kind of you know partners in crime and the we are meeting the family here together. And they were just saying, I wish I had a photo album so that I could remember all these. Like, okay, you are Ryan and your mom is Susan and your sister is, and she, you know, to this day, she's still you know, six years later. The only reason she can keep some of them straight is because of who's who on Facebook. But of all of the hundred plus you know, immediate first cousins that she met on this trip. I don't think she could recognize more than three of them. You know, that's just the way it is. And, you know, big-ass Mexican family, you know, so. But I don't even know how I got in the family. I really don't. And that's just kind of the, you know, A goes to B, goes to C, goes to W, goes to there goes a squirrel. And, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, and that's what live shows are about. And that's what my live shows are absolutely going to be about. I don't think I'm going to be able to do a live show that actually has a subject. I think when it comes to live show, it's just going to be, I'm going to start with something. We're going to push that little pebble down that snow hill. It's going to pick up some whatever the shit. And we're just going to keep rolling until we've got this giant ball of what the fuck were we talking about for the last 30 minutes. But it's fun that way, and I think it's a lot more natural for me to talk this way and to go on this sort of A, B, C, D, E, because for me to sit and just say, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about 
A. Here's my subject. I'm going to talk about my pets. You don't want to fucking hear about my pets. Maybe you want to hear about my pets. But really? that, that You're listening to my show and you want to hear about my pets? I mean, maybe. We'll do it. I'm eventually going to do a show about my pets. We've got enough of the fucking things. We've got two dogs, two cats, five fish, and a fucking turtle. We can talk about some pets for 30 minutes. I probably could do a three-part series about my goddamn pets. But I'm not doing that today. I think subject and we're discussing this today is going to be a pre-recorded, nice, edited refined, polished show that I sat there and recorded with somebody and with my microphone and my computer and you guys stay the hell downstairs, daddy's working on a show and we're going to do this and we're going to refine it and we'll have a subject and we'll and I'll tell you in advance, I'll post it up on the, the page, next week's show we're talking about this and I don't even know if I'm even going to be able to go a week without doing a show because shit pops into my head and I just go and just like tonight. I had no intention today of recording a show today. I just had this idea of, okay, I think I'll do a show on pets for my next show. And because it's kind of a dad subject, I'll do a show on pets. And I threw that shit the fuck out. Um, at least for today. I've kind of got the idea of, I've got enough space, I've got enough time that I could theoretically do a show every single day. I could do 30 minutes every single day for a month and just take the weekends off Monday through Friday. And I could do a live show Monday through Friday for a month. And every show could be on posted up and available at the odd dad out page on Spreaker uh, available. Everything's going to be uh, linked back to the odd dad out uh, Twitter page I'm going to get a Facebook page set up for this, I swear. It just takes sitting down and setting shit up. Um, But it should be coming up on iTunes soon enough. I've got to look into it because I know iTunes and picking up shit takes time. and And so, but however you're choosing to listen to me, even if I sent you a text message that said, hey, here's my show, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate every single person that, clicks play that downloads it i i'm gonna you know probably stick to this live is whatever the fuck i'm gonna push that ball down the hill format i'm gonna have some you know nice polished recorded non-live content not driving home at three in the morning content but uh i think those are gonna be where i have an interview and i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna i'm probably gonna have a lot of family come in um you know, I have this idea, and for those of you that are family that are out there listening to my show, you know, MG, Morgan, hell, dad, this is the Odd Dad Out podcast. I've got two other dads in the family I can talk to. Well, I've got a few other immediate dads in the family I can talk to. We're all fucking odd dads. I would gladly sit there and interview or just sit there and do a show. Like, we could hook up on Skype or something and do a show talking to another dad just about whatever the fuck why because we're all odd dads especially in this family and talk to my odd sisters that you know because we're just all fucked and tweaked in the head but i think it'd make a slightly more entertaining show to have somebody else to talk to besides you the listener that's out there in in internet land
But I, you know, oh, look at that. We're almost out of time. I guess it's just, you know, I got more comfortable today. And I think that was the point for me was I'm going to just go. I'm going to record and I'm going to broadcast and we're going to have this show and we're going to play this show until I get this shit right and until I feel comfortable and you feel comfortable and I get the polish on this shit and maybe we're going to scratch some of that paint off a little bit and we're going to figure shit out. But we're going to do this and we're going to go because it's fun and I want to have fun and I want to have fun with you and I want your feedback. So send me messages, uh, odd dad out on Twitter. It, you know me, you know where my Facebook page is until I get that shit set up. Send me comments on the Spreaker page. If you find it directly, Spreaker.com slash users slash odd dad out. Um, again, I'm throwing it all up on Twitter. So you should, you know, send me on you know, send it to me on Twitter uh, at odd dad out one word. Um, I'll have little fun tidbits on there, you know, Damianisms of the day and whatnot. But until next time, thank you and good night from the odd dad out podcast. <laughs>